It's Tuesday, November 7, 2023. Authorities are issuing a stern warning for the bushfire season. Australia braces for El Nino to intensify already dangerous bushfires this year. October 2023 was the hottest October on record, plus... Look, guys, uh, we're announcing historic investment in America's railroads. I've been talking about this for a long time, I know. But finally, finally we're getting it done. President Biden unveils nation's largest investment in rail infrastructure in 50 years. All of those stories and other ones that will be ignored by the mainstream corporate media, straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know, we may have had a hot summer, but I just went trick-or-treating trick with my kids and it was like, you know, the low that evening was 29 degrees. So, so climate change is over. Thank God fall is here. Congressman Andy Ogles, Republican from Tennessee. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, don't tell Congressman Ogles about what happened in October. It'll (laughs) surprise and shock him. Yes, the Earth just had its hottest October on record by a large margin since record-keeping began in the mid-1800s. But it was 29 degrees when Andy Ogles went trick-or-treating. That's according to preliminary data from European forecasters. October 2023 was the fifth month in a row to set a new monthly global heat record, meaning that 2023 is now a lock to finish as the hottest year ever recorded on the planet. Berkeley Earth climate scientist Zeke Housefather warns that we are still pretty early in the current El Nino cycle, and its full climate warming effects are still yet to come. Global temperatures are likely to hit new records in 2024. Oi. In Australia, bushfire season is off to a roaring start, with fire crews battling more than a 1,000 destructive wildland fires in Queensland over just the last two weeks. Ranchers have been urged to sell their cattle herds because the ongoing bushfire emergency is also exacerbating a national feed shortage. Wow. On ABC Australia, Emergency Services Minister Stephen Dawson warned residents that El Nino is going to intensify hot and dry conditions in the already massive bushfire season. Look, there's no doubt that we are in a, you know, we're having a change in climate, and what we're seeing this year is fires that are earlier. They will be more frequent. We will see a long, hot and dry summer. Here in the U.S., a new report from the Senate Joint Economic Committee calculates that wildfires exacerbated by man-made climate change cost the U.S. between 4 and $900 billion every year. Mm. The comprehensive analysis calculated costs from property damage, economic losses, watershed pollution, and other long-term factors. The Senate committee warns the estimates are likely an undercount of the true total cost of wildfires in the United States. Oh, I hope Congressman Ogles doesn't hear about that. Speaking of, in politics, the Republican majority in the U.S. House passed a bill along party lines to slash the budget of the Environmental Protection Agency by nearly 40 percent, gutting funds for state and local water systems and rescinding parts of the Democrats' landmark climate law that help low-income communities address air and water pollution. Oh, no. Let's pretend that's actually going to be taken up by the Senate, pass 
announced there and signed by the president. Well, House Republicans know that the pro-fossil fuel bill won't pass in the U.S. Senate, but they pushed it through anyway. One of 12 must-pass spending bills to avert a government shutdown in a little over a week. Prepare for government shutdown. Meanwhile, President Biden on Monday announced $16 billion in new investment in rail transit infrastructure repairs and upgrades, the largest since the creation of Amtrak more than 50 years ago. Funding from the infrastructure law will go to 25 projects along the aging critical commuter network of the Northeast Corridor, the busiest rail line in the United States, to reduce traffic congestion and cut air pollution and carbon emissions that drive global warming. Fully electrified trains on this corridor emit 83% less greenhouse gases, by the way, than driving your car. It matters. It's like taking 500,000 automobiles off the road every day. And finally, a very big win in Michigan for things that breathe. Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer is expected to sign sweeping climate and environmental legislation passed by the state legislature's Democratic majority. That includes reaching 100 percent clean electricity by 2040 and funding to boost electric grid stability, prevent blackouts and lower energy costs for consumers by expanding cheaper renewable energy. The law also includes critical reform to the clean energy permitting process to counter the coordinated, fossil fuel-funded, anti-renewable disinformation campaign in rural areas of the state that have been working to block farmers and rural governments from installing renewable energy. Things that breathe? Yep. You mean people that breathe? Everything that breathes. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.brandblog.com. I'm Brand Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. All